important is networking in business. It's extremely important. And some people think that it's really hard to do it virtually, but it's still important for you to network virtually and remotely. So today, as I share with you today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to network in a remote world. And I'm going to give you multiple ideas of how to do it. And you're no, no longer going to think it's that hard. But you know the drill. If you want to find out and hear some of these ideas, you're going to have to stick around to find out. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Bartanian, an attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style and dressing them for success. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally on camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, virtual world. Thank you for joining us on yet another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe, episode 38, where we're going to be talking about how's your virtual handshake? How are you networking in this virtual world? And how can you make it easier? And what are the ideas that you can utilize to really help grow your network? Because Networking is really important in business in general, but then you add to it, how do you do it in the virtual world? How do you do it remotely? And it can get a little bit more complicated, but there's a lot of great ideas, tips, and thoughts today that are going to really provoke some really good thoughts for you on growing that network in a remote world. But first, I just want to say thank you for joining us. I also want to say thank you to Rick Moscoso, my producer of the show, who's always here and always in the production room making everything work seamlessly. So I really appreciate him and I want to say thank you. I also want to say we are on iTunes. So subscribe, download it, rate us, review us, anything that you feel like you um, are able to do, we'd really appreciate it. Find us on Instagram and at uh, on Facebook here on this Facebook page at Waste Up Wardrobe and follow us because there is everything you need to know in this hub, in the Waste Up Wardrobe Facebook and in our shows and episodes. There's everything you need to know about how to show up very successfully, very professionally while you are working remotely in this Zoom room. But today we're going to focus on something that is a little bit more about how do you connect with your audience through that camera? How do you, what, what are the systems and tools you can use to actually create that really great connection with people, even though you're not seeing them face to face? I mean, there is some beauty to not being at one of those big networking events where you go and you have to shake everybody's hand and you get cards shoved at your face and then you get these endless emails that you really didn't really ask for. There's something great about networking remotely that when we used to do it in person, used to feel a little bit more cumbersome and harder and less exciting. So uh, I almost feel like when I network through my 
you know, remote platforms, I can do it so much more effectively because I can go a lot deeper with people one-on-one. So I actually would love for uh, Rick, my producer, to come on camera and to tell me a little bit about what he does when it comes to networking remotely or like what, if there's one nugget, Rick, that you can share with us about networking in the remote world and also um, just, you know, how, why it's so important in this um, virtual world? Well, that could mean a lot of different things. Um, it is definitely important to get your name out there and you can easily do it uh, in, a, in a small group you know, setting online. You can certainly do it with just face-to-face -face like this. I, I, I guess even though that we aren't face-to-face -face physically, that doesn't mean you should stop uh, networking stop partnering with people in in today's um, world of, of virtual you know uh, podcasts right and, and when we're doing live streaming and things like that we're always reaching out we're always networking because you're 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 talking about something that's interesting you're talking uh, to an audience that wants to learn from you and so that's a form of networking that works really good and and you know it's, it's different to a lot of people because they're not used to doing it that way, but it's not really that, that different in practice because yes. we're, we're so used to doing it, you know, face to face. Yeah, I mean, it's like everything else now in our new virtual world where we're just, we weren't used to it. And now we're getting more and more used to it and trying to be more innovative and create more uh, systems in networking um, virtually. So, you know, we always hear about how it's, it's, it's who you know in business. And that is part of why networking is so important. And this is such a true statement, right? Uh, it's so key to really connect with the people that can be great partners or whom you can serve in certain ways and they can serve you. And it's not always about asking. It's not always about the ask. It's, it's sometimes, in fact, a lot my, my philosophy, as well as a lot of the entrepreneurs I surround myself with, it's more about go-giving. It's about giving first uh, because, you know, that's that's the nature of us entrepreneurs. We're givers. We want to help, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> there's not one successful entrepreneur out there that, that, that I know that wouldn't share, wouldn't be willing to share. And so it's they're so much more open to if you would ask them, hey, listen, would you mind um, – coming on for a brief second, I run this podcast or I do this podcast or I'm talking to this group of your group of people. Uh, would you mind just popping in for a few minutes and just share a couple nuggets? And I guarantee you, almost everybody will, will raise their hand and say, yeah, no problem. I'd love to I'd love to step in because, you know, the really good net uh, entrepreneurs that know how to network, they love to talk. They love to share, you know, and yeah. they love to share their stories. And so they're very open to that. Yeah. And I, you know, I also found throughout my journey as an entrepreneur that effective networking requires tact. It requires good etiquette and it definitely uh, requires excellent communication skills because, you know, have you ever been at an actual networking event and just people just throwing cards at you and you're like, well, I, just such a superficial way of connecting. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, so there is certain etiquette things that, you know, that would attract people to actually, because when you do those things that are just seem like I just want somebody else's card to put them on my, on my email list, it just doesn't feel like a connection. It just feels like, you know, you just want another name to add to your list that you can spam. So yeah. you really have to be careful in the way that you do it. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. There's, there's no question about it. And the, the, 
I think the good news is that when you're doing it virtually like this, we can choose who we want to partner with. We can choose who we want to speak to our group if we have a following. Uh, and so we know uh, we've they've already been pre-vetted, so we know the quality of their teachings or the information that they're, they're going to share is really good. And we're less likely to feel like we're getting spammed by, you know, someone just shoving cards in front of us like, you're, you know, you're walking in, walking through a convention hall. I mean, I don't know how many times I, I must have tens of thousands of cards in my years of corporate, you know, walking the convention halls and, you know, they all end up in the garbage. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's not really add enough to create a strong connection or even just more than surface level connection, you know. So um, today I'm going to be sharing, Rick, a bunch of um, ideas that I use when I network remotely uh, with our audience. And um, I'm hoping that uh, near the end of the show, you can come back on and, and see if there's anything you can add to that. Because I know you are like a master networker. You're part of BNI and other networks. And uh and I know you, you'll have some really great ideas for us, but I'm just going to go ahead and start sharing with the audience what I use in order to network. One of the missed opportunities, I think, with a lot of people is the, the, their Instagram platform. So many people whom I meet, they're like, yeah, I'm on Instagram, but I don't really use it. And, you know, I understand there's so many platforms out there. There's so many things to utilize. So it's hard to choose. But if you're in a visual business, particularly, being on Instagram is really key because you can show your product, you can show what you do. But when it comes to networking, and I, I don't know if people understand or utilize this enough, when it comes to networking on Instagram, I'm going to tell you what I do. Because if you have an Instagram and you're not using it, you're kind of missing an opportunity. So what I do is once a week, at least I will set aside some time. Sometimes I'll do it multiple times a week. I'll set aside like 10 minutes in the morning and I'll go through my feed and I will comment on people's posts. I will uh, share and I will like, and I will do all those things that interact and cause engagement with people who I know, uh, partners that I work with, clients that I serve, people that I have some connections with, and just kind of encourage them along the way on their Instagram feed. People really appreciate it. It's such a great way to support a business when you go on their Instagram feed and you comment and you engage with them because it really boosts up the traffic on their um, feeds and it creates connections. It really does. I can't tell you how many people I've gotten to know um, through Instagram, just from buying things from them or selling things to them or giving them ideas or them giving me ideas. And we've become friends. It's sort of that 21st century way of creating friendships and business relationships. So Instagram is an amazing networking opportunity. And so you really, if you have one and you don't have to have a ton of followers, seriously, you have to have followers that are connected to you that are engaging with you. So even if you had a hundred followers, but you're engaging with 60% of them, you actually can create a very strong network in your world. So I, sometimes I just don't, uh, I, I feel like so many people miss that opportunity, but the key is you have to set some time aside to actually go to their feed, the feeds of the people that you're really close to, and maybe people you're just interested in their work and comment and get to know them and, um, and understand better what they do and share things. So really using all the features that, um, that Instagram has to offer. So, 
that that is something that I do on a regular basis because I use Instagram a lot, but I've really built up a great support system when it comes to Instagram um, because I do so much on there. My business is very visual and I love supporting people on there. So Instagram, as you know, has lots of features. So another way to connect with somebody or to support them on Instagram would be to, if you received a box that you bought from a company, unboxing an item on Instagram Live would be such a great testimonial for them. But what does that do? It also builds goodwill between you and them. They get to know you better because you've supported them. There's something about that giving um, that really just comes back to you in spades. It's sort of that go-giver mentality. My business coach is a big go-giver, and she always reminds us that go-givers Really, being a business owner is about giving more than it is about taking. Because more, the the more you give, the more you'll find will come back at you. It's just the way it works. So, d- unboxing things that you've purchased on Instagram, reviewing businesses, giving them a shout out, telling them that you know, telling your community on Instagram that this business is amazing. One of the things that I do um, every once in a while about. Uh, about once a quarter or so, I'll do shout out Sunday on my feed and I'll shout out to, um, I'll do a shout out to some businesses that I really, really appreciate that I think are um, really class act businesses to help promote their business and to support them and their growth. So those things, those little things that you can do can really help you build connections with people that follow you on Instagram and the people you follow on Instagram. So don't miss that opportunity. Of course, Facebook has been around for a long time and uh, much longer than Instagram. And it is pretty much that hub where people gather and connect, right? So you might be part of a group or a group or more than one group. And my advice there is if you are in a Facebook group, be active because, or don't join it because there's no point in cluttering your, uh, your feed and cluttering your, um, dashboard. If you're not going to be participating, uh, and you're not going to have that presence. If you are in a group, you want to network with them. You want them to know who you are and you want to also offer help and advice. So be active in a group or don't join it is my number one rule. And if you have If you want your presence to be noticed, you have to be vocal in the group. In other words, you have to give advice where you can help. You have to offer, you know, um, tips if you have great tips for the group. If something that you've learned from an experience, offer it up in the group and you'll see that people will do the same for you. And that is really the give and take that makes that connection solid. Um, I have clients that are constantly go givers they will they will message me and a and, and a referral and we'll get to connect there first so message people that you want to connect through facebook that's another great way to connect and you know um you can give tips and freebies through um through uh, uh facebook and really um help support others in that on that platform so Of course, many of you already know these things, but here's the difference, right? Knowing something and doing something are two different things. We've talked about this in many different contexts before, but all of us know that these platforms are very valuable and we could totally use them to connect. But how many of us are actually doing it? How many of us are engaging in the groups that we're in? How many of us are actually offering ourselves up in terms of giving them advice or something we've learned from or feedback? 
in our groups or in our Instagram feed? How many of us are actually going to our Instagram feed and, and really, you know, encouraging other businesses, helping them have engagement by liking their posts and commenting about what we think and all that. So like I said, knowing and doing are two different things. I urge you to really put this into action because it will change your network. You will literally grow your network overnight. So it's really important to do that. And I'd love to get Rick's feedback on this. I'm going to put him on the spot again because I'd love to get his feedback because I know he's very um, active on Facebook and he has groups that he engages with, but he also you know, uses it for many different things and like, you know, live streaming with his clients and all that. So Rick, are you there? Could you give us a couple tips when it comes to engaging with people on Facebook? Well, the first thing that I always make sure that if I'm going to participate, it's something I'm interested in and something that I can contribute to. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if you're a fly in the wall, that's fine. Um, I don't, you know, if you get benefit from that, that's fine. But to truly feel part of the community, uh, you, you really need to contribute in, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And so I, I, I try and do that. I try and do that a lot. I mean, Christine puts me on the spot and brings me on the show, <laughs> and I'm trying to contribute. To waste yeah. The <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. I know you can handle it. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love coming on every once in a while. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think that's the main part. Just, uh, you know people love to feel part of something and and even if it's just a little tidbit that you you want to share or even if it's even if it's the people that watch this show and just like to make a comment and say hi that yeah. is a form of you know engaging of of contributing in some some way shape or form or just ask a question i mean that's a great way to start a conversation who knows where that's going to lead Absolutely. And, you know, like I said, if somebody is a little shy about engaging, I get that. Start with baby steps. I always say just start mm -hmm. small, you know, start saying hi, give give um, feedback that you are comfortable giving, ask a question you're comfortable asking. But, you know, it really does make a difference <clears throat> in growing your your friend group your possible client group, the people that you connect with, that professional circle that you create around you. And I really do think that giving is really the most um, effective way to grow your your, your relationships. Uh, do you have a, an opinion about that, Rick? I have, absolutely have to agree with that. Um, <clears throat> you know, when I was a, when I was a, a member of BNI, that was our mantra, givers gain, right? And the more yeah. you give, the more appreciation and gratitude that will come your way that's totally unasked for right mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. it's it's typically it'll be very authentic very um heartwarming you know and and uh i i always believe and you know i i get a lot of people even you do this with me that you know when i first start working with some people that's like why are you giving away so much you yeah. know yeah and that's just you know, whether it's right or wrong, people do it. Some people don't. Uh, for me, it works for me because I feel like I'm, you know, my mission in life is to help people do better in front of the camera, right? In, in whatever that is. And if I can contribute, you know, 15 minutes or if I can uh, um, give them something that's tangible that will help them in their journey, then I know somewhere along the line, it may not happen immediately, but somewhere along the line, I'll, I will get it back. And, yeah. and it could be in the form of that, that one big fish client. It could be in the form of, you know, a recurring 
recurring monthlies from a subscription, you know, that they may subscribe to. So I'm just a believer that, you know, if I don't give things to get things right away, I give things to contribute and, and hopefully, you know, create a relationship, a long-term relationship with yeah, that person. It's all about building that relationship and that rapport. And I think people really appreciate it when, when you, you lead with the helping hand, right? you're trying to be helpful and there's no strings attached. I want to have a relationship with you, obviously a friend, you know, a, you know, a networking relationship, but I'm not asking for anything. I just want to be of service. Mm -hmm. And I think there's uh, so much um, solid relationships can be built that way. And um, people know, you know, people know if you're not being authentic too. you know, people know if you are truly giving for the purpose of giving um, rather than, you know, trying to get something right. So it is really important to lead that way and to genuinely want to lead that way. I mean, that's a kind of a hard thing to, to, to ask people to do, right? Because everybody thinks differently. But I think uh, the more you put that into practice, the more you, you do that and you realize just the, the reward you get from helping others is um, builds that relation, builds that really good feeling within you that, and that's a goodwill relationship you're building with other people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, uh, people that are, are, are followers of the show have seen it based on the guests that Christine brings on, right? Yeah. And you can see yeah. it in their face. You can hear it in their inflection. You can hear it in their message that um, while they do give um, a lot of value during the show, they also give away some of their services sometimes and some some little freebies that that come along and uh you know for some a lot of people will jump on not this show but i mean i've been on other um um we, uh, forums where they just jump in because they want that free pen they want that freebie right yeah <laughs> just, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> you, know, you get those cruisers at the conventions who just you know they fill their bags with all kinds of you know the keychains the <laughs> the, yeah. the pens the yeah. notebooks whatever um but yeah you know, it's, it's whatever you're giving away, make it. I always tell people, if you're going to give away something meaning, meaningful, um, in your, uh, after, after your presentation, make it so they, you make it unique, make it so that when they see something or they see that it's, it'll bring them back and it'll spark a memory back to the conversation that they sat in on. Yeah. Right? I always try and connect. Try and, connect that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's really a great idea. I, um, one of the things that waste up wardrobe will be doing in the future is creating a waste up wardrobe group, because that's another way to connect. If you have a, a platform or a business and you want to bring a community together, one of the simplest way to do that is create a group on Facebook. So that's another really great way to create a network of people. And, you know, the, the thing about presence, you know, I was in a, I was in a live networking group a couple of years ago. And what I realized that, you know, I would show up every week and, you know, I'd be there for every speaker and all that. And I met a few people in there that recognized me and knew me, but not everybody did. And it was, a, it wasn't a huge group. It was about an 80 person group. So you would think after two years of going every week, people will start knowing what you do and who you are. But I found that I didn't really reach everybody. And it really it seemed remarkable to me. Like why after two years of seeing each other once a week, don't we all know each other really well? There's so many people in this group I still don't know. And what I realized then is that, yes, I was there and I was you know, participating top level, but 
I didn't have a super presence. My what I wasn't really putting myself out there enough for people to to know what I do and recognize me and then understand that this is what I do and this is how I can help people. Mm-hmm. So what I ended up doing, and this was a real live setting, not a virtual setting, but what I ended up doing in order to to create more of a presence was I ended up starting to. Um, you know, rent a table because some entrepreneurs rent a table and display what they do. And I did that every week um, religiously for a year. And at the end of it, I got to know a lot more people. So it's interesting. You have to have a presence in whatever form you're in. And that's why I say when you're in a group, you know, contribute. If you want to be a flying wall, okay, I get it. But if you're really going to get the most out of a group, you want to be present, you want to be engaged, and you want to be helpful. Do you have uh, anything to add to that, Rick? Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about it because, you know, it's an opportunity. Think of it this way, too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're in a, uh, a group of, of like-minded, like-industry people, right, and you're asking a question, maybe there's something that you offer a value that somebody else didn't know. Now, mm-hmm. he, here's an indirect, indirect way of sharing your expertise in that field or in that group that you're participating in. And if it's thoughtful enough, or it's, if, if the answer that you provide to a question is well thought out, then all of a sudden now you're a uh, knowledgeable in that subject matter. And people may, you know, all of a sudden start coming to you and asking you for advice or questions. Exactly. And so there's so many platforms too to choose from. Right? I only mentioned Instagram and Facebook, but also LinkedIn is a really great connecting um, platform. And, and, you know, you're dealing with a lot more different, different types of um, entrepreneurs and professionals, but such a great way to connect with the people um, that, you know, that are, 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 synced up with you on the platform. But I I always encourage, and you know, this is something I don't do as much as I'd like to do because I don't use LinkedIn as much, but I connect with people I know on LinkedIn. Like when I know somebody, I'll connect with them and I will, you know, reach out to them. I'll refer people to them. I'll give them reviews. That's another great way to use LinkedIn and to connect with people. Reviews are a great way. Don't you think? Because people appreciate that you're helping another business really, um, have credibility. What do you think about that? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I frequently do it as much as I can too, um, with either it's a product or a service. Um, I, I, you know, whatever I can do to help uh, a fellow business person, then absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that as entrepreneurs, that's what we do, right? We are in this, mm-hmm. we are in service, not only to our clients, but to others like us, because we know this entrepreneurial journey isn't for the faint of heart, right? There's yeah. ups and downs all along the way, but it's worth every step. But the thing is, that's why we have to be there for each other. We have to support each other. Uh, you know, sharing thoughts and stories on Instagram, uh, excuse me, on LinkedIn is another great way to use the LinkedIn platform. And asking if you want, if you need something, asking on that platform. I need an assistant. I need, um, you know, I need to, to be connected with a group of attorneys because I need a new associate attorney. Uh, have you ever used that platform for that, Rick? Or have you seen people do that? I, oh, I see. I see it done all the time. I've never um, asked on there, but I've pointed to people as a result of seeing their ask yeah, and provided resources for them, pro- provided personnel that they could uh, uh, possibly use or consider for hire. Yeah. 
it's it's done if it, as long as it's done in a professional way and typically you see a very professional presentation or professional type of ask on LinkedIn then absolutely absolutely if you're not doing it then do, start doing it Absolutely. I think it's really great. Now, the thing is, again, you know, we know all these things, but but there's a difference between knowing and doing, right? Mm -hmm. So I really encourage the viewers to pick a platform and start you know, blocking out some time to really dig your, deeper into your community, whichever community it is, whether it's on Instagram or your Facebook groups or your LinkedIn platform, pick one and really start digging deep, the one that you feel you're the strongest network in. So the next thing I want to talk about, Rick, and um, and then we'll we'll be circling back with you. But okay. the power of the text, texting, right? Um, set aside some time on your calendar to text people. I do that regularly on Sundays. I, my Sundays are usually devoted in the evening to really um, getting ready for the week and connecting with the people that maybe I, I know I need to connect with or I've lost touch with. But I have something that I just recently termed the Sending Love Sundays. So what it is basically is I set about, I don't know, 20 minutes aside on a Sunday evening after dinner and as I'm getting ready for the week and I will text random people, random people in my book. It could be just a friend and, and just to check in on them because here, because we're in this remote world, we've kind of disconnected, right? We don't see each other as frequently. So I'm a people person and I miss my friends and I miss my uh, contacts. I miss being in the in-person event. So it's really important for me to stay connected. And one way I found to do that is, is really block out that time on Sunday evenings where I will, you know, text a couple of my friends from, you know, from a former work that I used to do, or I'll text a client that I haven't worked with in a while and just see how she's doing or how he's doing, or I'll text a client that I'll be working with um, in a few weeks just to kind of check up on them. So those things really solidify those relationships. And I guess I'm the kind of person that really craves figuring out how to strengthen relationships because I really do enjoy um, getting to know people and getting to know their stories and and being of service if I can. So um, that's just one way I found that has been so amazing. I get such great responses. Like, you know, when you're reaching out to a friend you haven't seen in a year, and I actually did this um, this weekend with a friend I hadn't seen since uh, she was a high school friend, and I hadn't seen her since my 40th birthday. So it's been a long while. And um and I, I reached out to her and said, hey, how are you doing? How are your kids? And we had this long conversation for like over 30 minutes. I got to catch up with her. It was so wonderful. And it just showed her that I was, she was on my mind, you know, so. It really is a great way to to connect with people, and also video texting. So sometimes, if you don't want to write, you know, send a text, um, just a, a message via text in the traditional form, video texting is one of my favorite things to do. I like to mix it up a little bit. Sometimes I do it this way, and sometimes I do it that way. But I'll record like. 30 second videos uh, for people I know, and I will send it to them in their text. So they'll get like this 30 second video saying, hey, how are you? I was just thinking about you. I hope you're doing well. Or, hey, how are you? I, I ran into you at that last event. I just wanted to follow up and see if there's anything um, I ne you needed or that I could serve you in. Or, hi, hello, we met. We were thinking about this partnership. Let's get on a Zoom call and let's explore that further. So just that video texting or just the regular text is such a powerful tool. My phone, seriously, is like my appendage. It's like 
the one thing that I use for everything in my life, my calendar, my, um, you know, communicating with people as we all do, but I try and really maximize its potential. So texting is a great way to do that. And, you know, when you text somebody just out of the blue, it's just a great way kind of a random way to tell them that you're thinking about them, you know? And um, I think people really need that when we're so remote now, we're just so separated from each other and we're, we're doing so much of our work from home. So we don't have these opportunities to go out and socialize. So I think people really, really need that. And you know what? That good old fashioned pick up the phone and call is a really good way to connect too. Now it doesn't happen very much anymore, uh, very frequently, but every once in a while, it's a great way to connect with people and to remind them that um, that you're there and that you're just you know you're thinking about them. So that good old fashioned call. And you know, before I used to do block out time for texting people and connecting that way. I used to block out time to just call people. That was before texting. It was a big thing and easy, and everybody did it. So you know, one or the other or both, depending on you know who you're you're reaching out to. Because some people appreciate a text more, and some people would appreciate a call more. So really think about who you're also connecting with. So I, I wonder if Rick, I'm going to bring him on again. I wonder if Rick has any input when it comes to texting and calls and reaching out in that way. Yeah, I I definitely do that a lot too. <laughs> you know, I, I I typically reserve it to the people that are are, are generally in a closer circle to me, mm-hmm. um, or. Well, I'll give you an example. So, I, we've had him as a guest here on the show. He's one of he's the, uh, the our, our our ultra marathon dude, yeah. Chuck. Okay, yeah. Um, we used to he he's a leader in in uh, this business that we were in, and um, still a great teacher. I mean, he's just so full of knowledge. Yeah. And uh, Tammy and I had had uh, hadn't really talked to him. He had some life changes going on, and then. Uh, we, we just hadn't connected for a couple of years. And then, um, and then when we were brainstorming to who to bring on as a guest, I thought I, I have the perfect person. Let me yeah. just uh, reach out to him. And so after a while, you know, after not being in contact with him for a while, I texted him and then we started catching up and it's like, why are we texting? Let me just call you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so you just never know. I mean, if, if you've lost touch with somebody, just reach out. Um, I, I, you know, I found it just, it's very convenient, you know, to, to do, and it's, it can restart a conversation or restart a, a relationship or friendship that you had in the past that you've disconnected from, uh, for some reason or another. So I, I, as a reserve, you know, I use it reservely, but it's a, it's a great way for me. And I'll do the same thing as you I, I do a quick video text also, because yeah. I think that's more personable. They can see your face and yeah. Uh, they hear the excitement in your voice if you haven't talked to them in a while. And it's uh, it's a cool way of reconnecting. Yeah, I love video texting. So one of my favorite mm-hmm. things to do, I reach out to clients all the time on video text because it goes right to their, their phone. Everybody's hanging out to their phone all the time. So mm-hmm. I know they won't miss it instead of sending it to an email box, right? So it really is a very effective way to reach uh, people and to connect with them. And you know what? It always brings a smile to their face. I Anytime I send a video text, I'll get the response, oh, that was fun to get, or <laughs> oh, how are you? Or they'll respond with a video text, which is even cuter and, and more effective. And there you go. You've made that give and take, that connection, right? I gave and she and the other person gave back and then you made the connection. It's really powerful. Yeah. Um, and like I said, in the remote world, we're, we're kind of separated physically. But I always, I always thought that, you know, it's not distance that separates you, right? It's, it's, it's not 
being in touch that separates you, mm-hmm. right? So, so, um, so it's really definitely uh, important to stay connected. And in, and I say this in the context of your personal relationships, but this whole thing about building your relationships, whether your personal, your childhood relationships, your high school relationships, your old work, really creates this circle of influence for you. This is, it's not, and you know, and it does impact your business organically. So, you know, when you're connecting with a high school friend that is now going to learn about what you're doing, there's another person that really knows you well and trusts you that will, that will remember you if the, if somebody needed the work that you do. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's just so much power in the personal relationships that, um, that, that, that are in your circle of influence, not just about business. It's not just about business. So that all that very, um, powerful zoom call too. Right. So we got the texting now the zoom talking, right? Because I'll, um, another thing that I do, that I found very, very beneficial. My business coach said, you know what? You're in this big group of people. You need to reach out to them. I mean, you guys need to connect because we haven't seen each other in in so long. So I came up with a plan that on Wednesdays, I block out three hours of my time in the middle of the day, and I connect with at least two people um, for just to get on a Zoom call, we mastermind, we talk about what's going on in our businesses, we ask what's new in our businesses, and we just get to know each other on a deeper deeper level. Do you do anything like that, Rick, or have you seen anything like that done? Yeah, I have, and it and it works. It works great uh, because then they, you know, they tend to feel like they're in a smaller community. They can open up a little bit. You can get to, you know, they share. They're more likely to share stories and. And uh, you you have an opportunity to really get get to know them uh, versus that kind of stage presence that some some people might have. So right. it, it's 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 a more it's a looser environment, and they kind of let their hair down, and they they they'll talk about a little bit more personal things. So yeah, yeah it's very effective. Yeah, I think that it is really become one of my favorite things to do. I get so much out of it. It goes back to that master the power of masterminding mm-hmm. even when you're masterminding with one person right um yeah. the power of masterminding is incredible when you are working on your business and thinking about your business you're thinking about it in a very almost a microscopic way when you bring somebody in that is outside of you to look at what you're doing they'll say something and you're like why didn't i come up with that idea <laughs> Right, it's a power of masterminding. Yeah, really. I, you know, the, one of the one of the terms that I learned a long time ago, and it happened to be with Chuck after <clears throat> he was on stage and he, he talked about some kind of some some business principle, and I, I don't remember specifically what it was, but one of the first times that we at Tammy and I had heard him speak on stage, there was this buzz after he got off stage that um, he he said something about. We'll talk more at the meeting after the meeting. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? I and love I go, that. I go, what's yeah. what's the meeting at? You know, I, I'm looking around and it's like, you know, we're new and we didn't want to feel stupid, but it's like, what's the <laughs> meeting after the meeting? You know, yeah. You know, what's this all about? And we found out quickly. It's it's you know the the majority of people would leave, but then there's a a, a small group, and typically it's like thirty or forty people would hang out in the restaurant or uh, in a in a room, and we we'd hear the real meeting, right? The real yeah. meeting, meaning behind the meeting, which was the meeting after the meeting. And that's where 
you know, we, we, we heard more personal, personal aspects of perspective that we didn't hear from stage. And yeah. it, was, it was a kind of a neat thing. So think of this mastermind that, that Christine is talking about as the meeting after the meeting, because this yes. is where you're going to get, you're going to get the meat, the value in the meat of the meeting, but this is where you're going to get the real secrets. Right. Yes. Yes. And at the very end of the show, we are going to be offering with the hashtag shake and shine. Um, uh, that means like shake hands and shine. Um, and we're going to start creating a community. Uh, Rick and I, we mastermind frequently and I can't tell our audience how much value I get personally from masterminding with Rick and um, just what I learn. I mean, he has the expertise that I would love to be great at. I don't I don't really, it's not my gift, but I learned so much um, from masterminding with him about branding and marketing and video production. And I think, you know, um, I hope I, I hope that I've given you something over the years, Rick, when we've masterminded. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's no question. <laughs> yeah. But so so we are going to be creating this community. And with the hashtag Shake and, Sh uh, shake and Shine, we are going to... Um, actually create some office hours in the next week. Um, and whoever is interested in joining us for a mastermind, for connecting, for getting to know us, and for us getting to know them, uh, we're going to ask you to join. And it would be, it would be, it's like a free mastermind session. And um, there's so much wealth of information between myself and Rick and anybody else that require, uh, decides to join. So keep that in mind. It's a hashtag shake and shine. And we're not quite done yet because I have a couple other uh, things to talk about, like the virtual conference and meeting the webinars, you know, those, those webinars that you go on or the conferences you sign up for. Um, those are big networks. And sometimes you're in conferences with 300 people, right? And you're like, there, there is no way remotely you feel like you can, can connect with anybody. And, you know, to some degree, that is kind of a challenge because there's so many people in there. I mean, even if you're in a room of 300 people in person, it would be hard to connect um, with, you know, with 30 of them. So, but there are some things you can do. So one of the things that I always, always recommend for people to do that I see people missing the opportunity again is when you are in a conference um, like a webinar or in a virtual conference, make sure that your when your screen is off, that your avatar, there's something populated on your avatar. So for instance, if you have a logo, uh, put that up. If you have a picture of yourself, put that up because <clears throat> that is free real estate for you to tell the group that you're in who you are and what you look like and what your name is. So it's a really great, it's like a business card in a virtual setting. Okay. So make sure you utilize that when you're in a big group on um, remote, um, like in a conference or on some kind of a virtual meeting. Here's the other thing that I think is really important that again, many people miss this opportunity. <clears throat> Use the chat box, uh, the comments, so when you're listening to a speaker and you are, you know, um, in this big group of 300 people and there's this dynamic speaker on stage and then uh, you go something like, oh, great in the chat, right? Or you don't comment at all. It's not as effective for people to getting to know you. Instead, what you want to do is you want to say, 
as a personal style expert and being in the beauty industry, I completely understand what you're saying about this. So in other words, you basically put in an introduction of who you are attached to your name, and then you can comment, you know, but it's really important to announce who you are um, when you're in the comment box, because otherwise, I mean, you, you can just comment and say, great, under, I totally agree, but that is a missed opportunity for people getting to know who you are and for you to have that presence and to be um, engaged and, um, and, and um, visible, right? And if that's what our goal is, is to connect and be visible and get to know more people to increase our network, it's a really easy way to do that. You know, you can also um, offer up your resources while you're in the chat. If you have a great link to link people to, I know, um, I know a feng shui expert who does this so beautifully, right? She has at her fingertips all the resources that have helped her in her business. And as soon as somebody needs it, she puts it in the chat. It's remarkable. I have often told her, PK, how do you do it? How do you have all these things at your fingertips? But she does. And if somebody needs something, it's always in that chat box with her name attached to it. And people remember her for that. Um, the other thing is be attentive and be an active participant. There's no point in going to a conference if you're going to be completely um, silent, muted, and also off camera. What is the point? That's just a waste of your time, right? You want to uh, join conferences that you know you'll get a lot out of, that you think there is a lot of commonality with the group in. But once you're in there, utilize it for your benefit and maximize its potential. Be visible by putting information in that chat and, and commenting on what is being said and going on. The other thing is, if in a conference you have these breakout rooms, be the leader. So this is what I do. When I'm in a conference and we break out into two or three people and people always get on the, in those break rooms and they're like, ah, they don't know who's going to start. They don't know who's going to, how much time they're going to take. They're really, it's a little bit like people are unsure, right? Which I totally understand because, you know, nobody wants to come off as, you know, they're the alpha. They just, you know, they want to be considerate of everybody. But really without leadership, the group will not be able to maximize the time they have. So if any time we get on and I'm in a breakout room and people are just not sure who's going to start, I'll go, okay, I'll keep time. Um, um, I'll say, Carol, why don't you go ahead and start? So, you know, just taking charge um, really helps. And when you're in those breakout rooms, you're trying to get to know people and people start recognizing you and understanding and actually viewing you as a leader, which is really important if they were ever to recommend you to somebody or connect with you on a business level, right? And follow up. Anytime you are in a conference and you've really made a connection with somebody, you need to know that that connection is not going to stay intact unless you follow up because you still don't know that person deeply. They will remember you, but not for very long if you do not follow up and be interested in what they do. So not only follow up, but be interested in what they do first, right? Because, um, People love to talk about themselves and in order to get to know them, that's what you want to give them the floor. And I really am curious to know if Rick has any opinion about this, the idea of, you know, breakout rooms, taking the lead and, and really being visible um, and following up. Rick, do you have any opinion about that? No, that's uh, that's that's a really cool thing to do. And I, I, I kind of like that feature, especially if you're using Zoom, where yeah. now we can we can hone in and, and, and speak to that person's area of interest. And so that's a really good, useful tool uh, to, to have that if you have a big enough group where you can pare down and just kind of 
mastermind in smaller groups, yep. then absolutely use it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that that is, um, it's such a valuable thing to do in that experience. It, it just because if you're in a room of 300 people, you're really only receiving um, the value of what the speakers are saying. But there's so much more. There's mm-hmm. so many more people to get to know. And just doing those little things, at least you can connect deeply with certain people. And that is enough. I mean, if I walk away with five deep relationships that I can follow up on later, I think that's a, a definite win. And um, and and um, there's so much I can offer, some, you know, just by people and just enhance their lives, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. But no, I, go I'm ahead. I'm going to just share an example. Um, <clears throat> not a business example, but it is a school example. So Jordan, my daughter, who's a PhD, almost done with her PhD at UCLA, she... Uh, um, her and the other PhD students were pitching the PhD programs that they were in uh, to the undergrads, right? And yeah. so they, so she sent me and Tammy a link, and uh, we could, and actually Erica too, who's a vet student. That's your other daughter. Uh, yeah, at, mm-hmm. at Iowa State, and mm-hmm. uh, so we just popped in and we listened to their presentation, and then they then they had the Zoom breakouts, right? Yeah. And so, uh, in each Zoom breakouts, they had ten minutes to take questions, kind of pitch their department, what they did, what interested them. And it's, it was kind of funny because it's like, those of you out there that have student kids, high, uh, uh, college student kids know exactly what we're talking about here. You know, you, a bunch of millennials, some of them look like they just roll out of bed uh, and haven't showered in a while. Um, but very, you know, very studentish looking. They were all, they all seem interested, but the thing that impressed me the most, I mean, these guys are all millennials who love to chatter on social media, right? Yeah. But it was like, you could, after, when, when Jordan said, okay, now we open up to Q&A, it was like crickets. It was amazing how, <laughs> how just quiet and unengaged they were. But I'm sure they're heavily active on, you know, their social platforms. But yeah. I thought it was... a. a but I guess the point is, it was a very useful tool because they had this big group of of uh, PhD students, and then whole big group of undergrads, and they could pick and choose which room they wanted to go into, which which uh, area of interest, and and they had an opportunity to go into two different rooms, and so it's a very useful tool coming from a big group, and now yeah. going to that area of interest. So if those of you out there who are uh, not using that tool on Zoom, then you probably should. Cause it's great. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's definitely true. And, um, I just, the other thing that I just want to sort of conclude with is the mastermind groups. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think mastermind groups are so powerful. Just like I said earlier, they, even if you're two people masterminding on your businesses, on your mutual businesses, you can walk away with a, a plethora of new ideas and, uh, it's such a different perspective of what to um, what to do, you know, uh, on your business. So mastermind groups are so important and that's why for anybody, and I'm going to leave the hashtag shake and shine on for as long, as long as the life of this whole uh, podcast is, because this is something that I'm really, um, 
passionate about, just getting people together to connect and to connect in, in, in with really high level entrepreneurs that think at a high level and are go-getters and they're action takers. So shake and shine, hashtag shake and shine, whoever listens to the replay that wants to join us on a mastermind that then will translate into a group on a waste up wardrobe, you'll be in for a great ride. Uh, believe me, just I'm going to say that Rick alone, if he masterminds on your business, you'll walk away with so many marketing tips and uh, branding ideas and um, technology um, tools that it will blow your mind. So, And I think this is, and, and, and for Christine, I mean, she's got a wealth of knowledge too. Um, <clears throat> this isn't really industry specific. It's it's a high level kind of a Q&A type of group where we can just share ideas and 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 ask questions and learn from each other and I, I think that's what Christine had in mind in in creating a group like this and I think it's a great idea. Yeah, no, I think it's fa fabulous. And to be honest, if only there was one extra person, it was just the three of us masterminding, me, you, Rick and somebody else it, it can be extremely powerful. I mean, you and I have created masterminds together before and the things we've walked away from. I used to do um, a masterclass on a quarterly basis in person and it was just six clients of mine coming together and the business relationships that de uh, developed from that it was mind blowing. People walked away with clients, potential clients. People walked away with connections. Um, people walked away and hired people within the group. So mm -hmm. it's really that coming together and bringing those minds together and introducing people to each other is so valuable. And uh, mastermind groups are a great way to do that. So we are going to do this hashtag shake and shine. If you want to join us, we're going to do office hours where you jump in and we talk together about business because um and business and the entrepreneurial world and you know we have all this great content that we can expand on to when we're on together so um just to say like my philosophy about mastermind groups they kind of you know you want to gather people who are similarly situated right people in business or people that want to start a business or grow a business that is a really great um if that is if you are in any of those categories being in a group where you can knock around ideas and develop them is so critical to you moving forward and also making it regular and recurring. So again, so with Waste Up Wardrobe, the podcast, if this wasn't happening every single week um, and we didn't have consistency, we probably would not be as uh, prominent as we are and as exciting as we are. And I don't feel like I would be giving um, everything of me that I am to my audience, right? So um, being regular and recurring is really great. And if you have an audience of one person or two people, that is a person that you can change your life. So it doesn't matter the size of their group. And remember, Rome wasn't built in the day, in a day. So we are, we are good with, you know, with even if it's just one or two people, but we want to get started and take action and start really making this a community, a dynamic um, give and take community so that um, so that we can all grow together. So, um, you know, another thing is just creating a Facebook group for your mastermind is another way for masterminders to communicate if they're not actually meeting together via Zoom or otherwise. So, you know, that's always a great place to kind of have it be a hub, the home of the mastermind group. So there's all these ways to connect, 
right, remotely. So many different ways. Hashtag Shake and Shine if you want to join us on um, uh, an impromptu mastermind where we can mastermind together and really um, throw around ideas on your business or whatever questions you have, because that is the thing that we love to do as entrepreneurs. And we're going to join as many people as we can in this group. But whether we are a group of four or a group of 10, it will have a lot of impact in everybody's lives. So that is the giveaway for the today. But remember, we always wrap up with the Waste Up Wardrobe weekly wrap up. And the main takeaway is always be authentic in whatever connection you're making, whether you're making it through Instagram or Facebook, people know if you're faking it. So always be authentic and always be a giver. So those two things are really, really important. And remember, as another takeaway today, is that we know so many things, right? We know we have to be participating. We know we have to be on Instagram and Facebook. But there's a difference between knowing and action taking. So really just focus on one thing and go for it. Take action and start really developing that network there. Tips. Use a platform that really resonates with you. If you are Instagram um uh, entrepreneur, use your Instagram. If you're a LinkedIn professional, use your LinkedIn and really work on that to grow your network and tools. So there's a book called The Virtual Handshake, and that is on Amazon. And I will put the link in the comment box for anybody who is interested in reading that. I'll give you a little bit more tips on how to really have that amazing dynamic virtual handshake and build those remote relationships and connect with people. And finally, action items. Start today. Pick one thing and start today. Put it right into action. Reach out to one person in your network, but reach out deeply. Set up a Zoom call, uh, send them a text, send them a video text, and really tar- start cultivating that relationship. So there you have it. Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up. And of course, we're going to be here in the same Facebook page um, next Thursday, 1130 live uh, Pacific Standard Time, where we're going to be talking with um, a bridal industry like authority. She is a expert in everything bridal. In fact, she is the wedding expert. And she's going to be here next week to talk to us about how being in a remote world shifted how she was reaching out and connecting with her clients and her customers. Because as she serves brides, you really have to put that dress on them and get it fitted to their body like a glove. So what did she do to stay connected with her group when she was forced to go virtual? She's going to be telling us all about that. She's going to be showing us the tools she used and how she did it. So join us next week and bring a friend. Bring a friend.